0: Hey, it's Doug Parker, host of Cruise Radio. I want to first thank you for being here. Very grateful to have you listening. Secondly, invite you to join us on Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. The username is Cruise Radio. Enjoy the show.
1: Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. John and his
0: wife just returned from a seven-night Eastern Caribbean sailing aboard Celebrity Cruises, Celebrity Equinox. John joins us on the line. Hey, John.
1: Hey, Doug. How you doing?
0: Good, man. I love these Solstice-class ships, so I can't wait to talk to you about the Celebrity Equinox. Uh, Before we get to the ship, as always, we'll take a step back and give me some of your pre-cruise thoughts about sailing Celebrity Equinox.
1: Well, we uh, we actually booked this uh, trip while we were on board Celebrity Reflection uh, over uh, this past Thanksgiving. We enjoyed our time on Reflection so much that uh, we were eager to, uh, to get back on board with Celebrity as quick as we could. And uh, with Celebrity Equinox moving to year-round in the Caribbean, that was kind of a no-brainer for us. So we were excited to... Uh, to book it while we were on board and, and to, uh, to get back on, uh, one of the S-class ships because just like you, I really love them. I think they're just some of the most beautiful ships uh, at sea right now.
0: For sure. Now you're up in the, uh, Savannah, Georgia area. You had to get to Miami. So did you, uh, did you drive in a day early?
1: We did. Uh, we drove in the, the day before and we stayed up, uh, at a, a residence in there just in North Miami beach. Uh, so it was real convenient about 20 minute drive down to the, the port Sunday morning and uh made for a nice uh relaxing arrival to the ship. So it was it was uh, a good way to get in. Did you keep your car at the cruise port? We do. Um it's real nice the way uh celebrity is down there at Miami. There's actually a parking deck right across from the ship. Mm-hmm. And it's not cheap. I think it was hundred and forty dollars for the week. Uh but certainly it was extremely convenient and uh you know nice nice safe covered parking there for my vehicle. So uh, you know, peace of mind is is worth a little bit more. I think there. Yeah,
0: definitely. Now uh, you've sailed Celebrity the Solstice class before, so how was the embarkation out of Miami this go around?
1: Embarkation was overall pretty well. Um, I think they were a little bit disorganized. I think Celebrity's still kind of struggling to get their, uh, I guess not not their act together, but just try to get everything as smooth as possible through that Miami terminal. I think maybe Fort Lauderdale seems to have a smoother embarkation, just from the reviews I've read, not personal experience. But overall, it was pretty good. I love getting to the port as early as possible. So uh, overall, it probably took us about two hours from parking to when we were actually on board the ship completely. But, you know, we were there so early they were holding us downstairs uh, to go into the terminal uh, prior to security. So nothing on their part. Once we were in the building, security was a breeze. Uh, Check-in took just a few minutes. And then really the only complaint I had was the waiting area. Um, You know, was a little bit small. We were in concierge class this go-around. Uh, So you do have a small waiting area, and it was just kind of overflowing by the time uh, they got to to letting us on the ship. But otherwise, it was a a fairly painless process.
0: You step on the ship. What's the first thing you do?
1: Always enjoy, of course, the complimentary champagne or mimosa. Always a nice uh, little touch there that celebrity offers. And uh, as I mentioned, we were concierge class this go-around, which uh, gave us the opportunity to enjoy lunch in the main dining room uh, starting at about 1130. Uh, and they provided a very nice three entree selection meal that you could choose from there uh, with appetizer and dessert, of course. Uh, so it was very nice to come on board and just be able to leave your bags in the main dining room and enjoy a nice, uh, sit down meal, uh, with my wife there. We had a beautiful window uh, seat there for a table for two. And, uh, by the time we were done, uh, the rooms were just about ready. So we did a little bit of exploring on the ship, uh, before they, they called the, uh, staterooms that were available that we could go down and and drop our bags and get all settled. But that was a really nice way to start the day. So I got to say, if you enjoy a nice sit-down meal, the concierge class might be a nice uh, little perk for you if you're looking for something a little different.
0: Yeah, you keep mentioning the concierge class. Is that something that you have earned over time sailing with them or that you bought into?
1: It's something that we bought into. It's actually kind of similar to aqua class. So you get some additional perks by booking into that category. So you get an additional point uh, per night, I believe it was, for the sailing. Of course, you get the main dining room, embarkation day lunch, and then they give you some canapes, just some light appetizers or hors d'oeuvres, rather, uh, in the afternoon. They bring those by each day around 3.30 or 4 o'clock. And uh, just a few little, you know, other perks. Uh, A lot of folks prefer the aqua class experience because that, of course, gets you access into the blue restaurant, which many folks are a fan of, uh, that sails celebrity frequently. But for us, it was actually, you know, it was a reasonable way to go in since we had booked it on board. Uh, it ended up being uh, fairly reasonable compared to like a, another category that uh, we also like, just one step down. So you just kind of have to check and see what's important to you. But I would definitely recommend if you're considering celebrity, check out concierge class and aqua class because they both provide you some additional perks that you might find interesting.
0: Just curious, are there any free like drink receptions in this concierge
1: class? Not for the concierge class, but they do offer it for the captain's club members, which Uh we are, of course, a part of. And depending on which level you're in, um, I believe there's different uh, parties for different levels. And uh, they, of course, provide uh, cocktails and things for that when you're when you're uh, meet and greet with the officers on board. So it is nice. So, you know, joining captain's club for those that have not sailed celebrity before, it is free to join. Uh, highly recommend it. Of course, it gives you points. And then, as you move up through the seniority levels, there's all sorts of different perks and options available to you. Uh, so it's certainly a nice benefit that celebrity provides for their uh, you know for their loyal customers.
0: What kind of stateroom did you book this go around, and what did you think of it?
1: We had a uh, concierge class veranda, uh, very nice, uh, very similar to what we had uh, on reflection. Matter of fact, the setup was very similar with the bed by the balcony, uh, so you know very nice size wise, it was extremely clean. It was interesting to come on board uh, Equinox since she's the second oldest uh, you know silhouette class ship uh, versus reflection, which is the newest one in the fleet and I think Equinox held her own very, very well. The overall condition of the ship was excellent, and our cabin was extremely clean and uh, we enjoyed it very much for the entire week.
0: Cool. Uh, Dining on board, of course, we have some nice specialty venues on board the ship. Did you take part in any of those uh, throughout the week?
1: We did, actually. Um, We didn't do any of the actual, uh, I guess, maybe the step-up dining venues, um, such as Murano or Tuscan Grill. Mm -hmm. But we did try sushi on five this time, uh, which we did not try when we were on board Reflection uh, cause my wife and I are, aren't really big sushi fans, but we actually were really surprised. It was delicious. Uh, we went, actually, we ended up going twice <laughs> for lunch on two of the sea days, um, uh, because it was so good. And I had a, a, a really delicious, uh, lobster ramen, um, uh, noodle soup. And then my wife enjoyed some shrimp tempura rolls. Uh, and, uh, overall, I mean, it was just excellent. So it was very reasonable uh, I think it was less than twenty five dollars for the two of us uh, to dine each time, so it was very, very reasonable and it was just a very nice venue and actually, I think a lot of folks were enjoying it. It was fairly busy during uh, the lunch hours as well as some evenings. Uh, there were quite a few uh, passengers enjoying some meals there, so I highly re- recommend sushi on five. I think it's kind of a an underrated venue um, you know in a lot of ways and we found it to be uh, very enjoyable. So we'll certainly look forward to doing that again next time we're on Equinox. Do they have the crepery on board? They don't. No. Uh, that was, it used to be Bistro on five Yeah, that's and it. they replaced it with the sushi, which we were a bit disappointed because uh, my wife was really looking forward to trying that back when we were on reflection and, you know, she found out it, it had become sushi on five. So that's why we really didn't explore that venue. Uh, I think as, as much as we should have when we were on reflection, mm-hmm. we just didn't really consider it. And, uh, we had some additional onboard credit that we wanted to, uh, to use, so we went ahead and tried Sushi on 5, and, and like I said, we were really quite blown away with it. I think it was an exceptional experience.
0: One thing I like about the Solstice-class ship is the layout of the, the buffet area up there on top. What did you think about that?
1: I agree. The layout is very good. Um, as you may recall in some of our some of my previous reviews, we're not big buffet fans, but mm-hmm. we did actually take advantage of the omelet bar uh, one of the mornings, I think it was the last C, C day that we actually went up there and uh, got a couple of omelets, and those were made to order, of course, and just very delicious. We really enjoyed that aspect of it. But otherwise, uh, it looked like it had a very good selection overall, and of course, it was. Uh, I think it managed the crowd flow fairly well. I know when we went to uh, San Juan, uh, we w- we had a late arrival there of around three o'clock uh, in the afternoon. So a lot of people, uh, did not go to the main dining room that evening. And when we went back upstairs to watch the sail away, of course, a lot of the folks were coming back in and enjoying uh, dinner at the ocean view cafe up there. Mm -hmm. And I would say that even with the amount of passengers up there, it didn't feel overly crowded in my opinion. And I I think, uh, you know, it, it moved fairly well and, uh, overall it's a very good dining venue. So if you enjoy a buffet, certainly an excellent option for you.
0: So the main dining room, what time dining did you have?
1: We had the early seating, so 6 p.m. Okay. and uh, it was we were blown away. Uh, Reflection overall was a very good dining experience, but I think Equinox even kicked it up a notch above that. We really enjoyed not only the service but the quality of the food. Uh, I thought it was even better than Reflection, and part of the reason why we didn't explore the other um, you know dining options for for dinners because we enjoyed our meals so much in the main dining room that we just didn't really feel a need to venture outside of, of that. And, uh, the food was just excellent. Um, it was, everything that we ordered was delicious. And, uh, overall the, the entire dining experience was just, you know, I think it was probably one of the best that we've ever had at sea. So we really enjoyed the main dining room experience on Equinox. What was your favorite meal in there? Probably I got to go with the lobster tail. Uh, it was, you know, it was really good. Uh, this go around, I was a little bit greedy at it, too. Of course, my wife doesn't enjoy uh, shellfish, so I, I, I said I took her portion. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was it was very good. I think the lobster was better this go-around than reflection. It was cooked to perfection, and uh, it was delicious. So I, I always have to go with seafood. And I think a close second would be the cobia. Uh, I had a cobia, I think it was the first or second night on board, mm-hmm. and uh, that was also a delicious uh, delicious meal. So the seafood was excellent on board. What do you think of the entertainment on board for the week? I think overall the entertainment was uh, very good. And again, I think they've really kind of even stepped it up since our time on Reflection. And I I hate to keep beating up on Reflection because she was a beautiful (laughs) ship and we loved our time there. But, you you know, the overall entertainment we did. They offered uh, Elysium was the first uh, show that they had. And we had seen that on board Reflection. We weren't a big fan of that. So we ended up skipping that show. But we did attend the second show, which was Topper, and uh, the performance overall was wonderful. The singing talent was very, very strong. Um, they had some trapeze uh, artists involved with the shows as well, and they were also very, very talented individuals. Uh, so a very, very good production shows uh, on board. And um, they also had two uh, comedians slash impressionists uh, through the week. Uh, that were the headliner shows for the evenings, and they both were very good individuals. I apologize. I don't remember their names. I didn't write them down, uh, but they really good talent and a lot of fun. The audience really enjoyed it. And then they also brought in uh, Savannah Jack was on board uh, one of the nights. They did a great show. We're not big country music fans. I know you are, Doug, so I hate to say that, but uh <laughs> so a few minutes of that show. We, uh, we kind of caught the uh, tail end of the early show that evening. And mm-hmm. uh, didn't make it back for the late the late night show, but overall, the you know the overall uh, I guess headliner shows were were very good. Uh, no complaints from entertainment standpoint. The cruise director also did a phenomenal job. He was really funny, very personable uh, gentleman. Uh, so we enjoyed uh, uh, that aspect of it as well. So Equinox is doing a very good uh, all around, well rounded entertainment on board the ship. So very very good. How were your days at sea? Days at sea are my favorite. I absolutely love sea days. If I could have a a seven-day cruise where we were just going around the ocean, I'd be very happy. (laughs) But overall, the ship handled the crowds very well. Up until probably about 10 o'clock every morning, there were plenty of seats available. Uh, After 10 o'clock, my wife and I always laughed because it seems like everybody came out of the woodworks and all of a sudden any available chair was was taken. But I would say only the last sea day, because we had three sea days on this ship, Only the last sea day was when the chair hogs were really in kind of, uh, you know, kind of at the peak where there were towels everywhere that morning. Uh, But otherwise, we enjoyed a lot of time in the solarium, uh, which is 16 and older on the solstice class ships. And uh, it's a nice indoor area there with a pool and it's air conditioned with padded loungers. So it's very comfortable. They always play some nice soft music in the background just an enjoyable area there. So we spend a lot of our mornings there, you know, just enjoying and reading and and swimming. And uh, then the afternoons, you know, having that veranda, I always like to go down there uh, and enjoy time by the ocean and and read and just, you know, have some quiet time and and enjoy the view. So sea days were great. You know, I think there was a lot of activity going around the ship. They always had kids entertainment. Uh, There was always something fun going on by the pool deck. But, you know, like I said, I think she handled the crowd's very well, and like I said, after 10 o'clock, it got a little bit harder to find chairs, if you, especially if you wanted to be right around the pool area. But there were always people coming and going, so you know, I never saw folks having to look too long to find a place to sit. So, overall, it was great, very, very enjoyable sea days. On this
0: seven night sailing, you went to San Juan, Puerto Rico, St. Martin, and St. Thomas. Uh, we'll just start at the first one. What'd you do at San Juan?
1: We got off a little bit late because the ship arrived a little before 3 o'clock. They finally cleared customs at about 3.30. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to be back on board for uh, dinner that evening at 6. So we we ventured out into Old San Juan and and wandered up to uh, the Cathedral of San Juan uh, Batista, uh, which we'd been to San Juan several times before and never made it up to the cathedral and really enjoyed that. It's just a a beautiful church and uh, lots of uh, beautiful artwork, and the ceilings are just beautiful in there. Uh, So if you have a chance uh, to walk up there, it took us maybe 15 minutes at most uh, to walk up from the ship. And uh, then we just kind of strolled through Old San Juan and and took some pictures of the ship from the uh, pier side and got back on board. Uh, So nothing too extensive there, but uh, very enjoyable and and something I would recommend if you've never gotten a chance to see the cathedral. It's worth a It's worth the visit. Cool. And you sailed over to St. Martin. How was that? Saint Martin. Uh, unfortunately, we had never been to Saint Martin, so that was the port we were most looking forward to. And we ended up getting washed out that day. Uh, it, we had just rain, complete uh, downpours through most of the day. As a matter of fact, it was so bad that uh, Celebrity ended up canceling all of the uh, short excursions and refunding folks uh, for you know their missed uh, adventures for the day. But my wife and I decided to brave it. We'd always wanted to go to Maho Beach and see, of course, the planes coming in and we had hopes that maybe the weather would part and we could see some, some planes come in. And, uh, we got over there. We spent about 45 minutes there at the sunset bar and had some good seats because it was only us and five other couples. I think that ended up being there (laughs) and we saw two planes come in and land. Uh, and then about that point after the second plane came in, the bottom just fell out and it it was torrential downpour. So we took the taxi back to uh, the port. We did some shopping there right off the ship and, uh, and got back on board and just enjoyed a, a rainy day on the ship and uh, checking out the Carnival Magic because she was in port with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was, that was about it. So we'll look forward to trying St. Martin again. We're going to be on Equinox in March of uh, 18, so next, next spring. So hopefully we'll have uh, some better weather and we can check out that port in a little more detail. But Saint Martin's beautiful. I look forward to getting back to it. Cool. And last but not least, Saint Thomas. Yeah, Saint Thomas was uh, very enjoyable. We um, actually we took a short excursion through the ship on that one. A lot of times, uh, especially Saint Thomas, we like to do kind of our own thing because, of course, being a U.S. Uh, Virgin Island, you know, it's very comfortable getting around there, and we don't have any problems with that. Uh, but we we tried the Secret Sands excursion. They didn't tell us which beach that was going to be when we did it, uh, but it ended up being very nice. It, when we got there, it ended up being Lindquist Beach. So if anybody's interested in, in checking that out, it was uh, Lindquist Beach. And it was a beautiful beach. Uh, the water was very nice. Uh, they had uh, chairs uh, for us on the beach, and there was shade there in the tree, tree line if you wanted to get back off the beach and, and get out of the sun. But the water was just beautiful. Uh, enjoyed a lot of swimming there, and uh, they included refreshments and things for us. Um, and there was nice facilities as well. I know sometimes some of the beaches offer a little bit more rustic setting and uh, can be a little bit uh, you know challenging if, if you need some facilities there. But they had some showers and, and restrooms and everything was nice and clean. So uh, that was just a really nice, enjoyable way to spend uh, a few hours on a beach. So I would very much recommend that uh, if you're on board with Celebrity. And I'm sure Royal Caribbean probably offers something similar through their excursions. That was just a, a very nice uh, beach day and it, it actually got to see the side of the island that we had never been to. Yeah. Uh, so it was on the far side of the island. On the return, we did a beautiful overlook of St. Thomas. We got up and we could see over Charlotte Amale, take a look at the ships, uh, the equinox and uh, Lure of the seas was down there with us. Uh, so we got some excellent uh, pictures of that. Being the, the ship geek that I am, it was fun to see an Oasis class finally up close and personal. So, mm-hmm. Allure of the Seas is just a beautiful ship, and just to see the size of that uh, vessel is is just amazing. From being right down next to her, so that was kind of cool as well.
0: You make your way back to Port Miami. I I can't. I haven't been on a Solstice class ship in probably five years. Do they have one of those covered pool areas with a retractable roof? It's covered,
1: but it's not retractable. Okay. So it's, um, it's uh, like I said, it's all glassed in, uh, and it's air-conditioned, and that's the solarium. Okay. Uh, but then there's two pools outside that don't have any covering on them, but it is, it is a nice venue. But like I said, it is 16 right. and older okay. only, and they do hold to that. So if anybody, you know, I've heard, though, like if you do an Alaska sailing, so if you have children and you're looking to do Celebrity and you want to go to Alaska and, of course, they want to swim – I think they offer several hours during the afternoon where the kids can come inside and actually swim and enjoy the water, uh, especially when it's colder season up there mm-hmm. uh, or the weather's you know, not so uh, pleasant. They will allow families in there for two or three hours uh, mm-hmm. in the afternoons, which is nice as well.
0: So you make your way back to Port Miami. How was your debark process?
1: Debark was extremely smooth. We uh, we kind of learned the, the ropes when we got off reflection. We like to do the uh, self-assist, so we just walk off with our bags, uh, especially with our, our car being just right across the street there. They tell you self-disembarkations from about 7 a.m. to 7.20. Uh, we went downstairs probably a little after 6.30, and uh, we were walking off the ship so- shortly after seven o'clock, and we breezed right through customs. Probably took all of 15 minutes, so very easy and just a very overall smooth experience as far as getting off the ship.
0: you have any tips you'd like to share for people sailing Celebrity Equinox?
1: I would say uh, when you get on board, of course, if, you've, if you're concierge class, you get to go enjoy the lunch and take full advantage of that. I know some folks are uh, you know, very eager to go straight to the buffet, but I would highly recommend if you enjoy a sit-down lunch, you know, that's only available to concierge class. That, that was an, uh, an excellent perk that we really enjoyed. And then I would also say, you know, like you had mentioned, the Solstice class ships are just so easy to navigate Um, the layout of the ship, the overall, um, you know, the venues. It's very easy to find everything on board. Take a little while your first day and just go explore. Check out the ship. She's easy to get around. The venues are all beautiful. Um, You know, it's a lot of fun to find things. And uh, if you enjoy some great views, especially on Equinox, I would say go up to the Sky Lounge. I believe it was Deck 14, the lounge that goes across the entire front of the ship there. So you've got beautiful floor-to-ceiling windows, just great views. And unfortunately, on I think it's Reflection, they took some of that lounge and made them into suites so you don't get the full effect. So that's kind of neat to go up and see the differences between the different Solstice-class ships as well. So I would highly recommend just walking around, get a feel for the ship, see where everything is. Check out all the wonderful venues um, and for sure do not miss the hot glass show up on the lawn. That is really uh, very cool. Corning, uh, the Museum of Glass does uh, several shows uh, throughout each sea day. uh, And to see those folks up there blowing the glass and doing the demonstrations was really uh, something that was certainly very unique uh, to Celebrity but also something that I had never seen even on land. So uh, that's just a really neat venue that they offer, and it's free. So go enjoy that. There's some some really neat surprises on board Equinox, and that's definitely one of them.
0: Do they do hands-on glass demonstrations there? Like if you wanted to blow glass, could you? Or make gla- form glass, whatever it's
1: called? No, they don't let the audience participate no. unfortunately, but I guess with the temperatures and everything involved, I think some of the ovens are over 2000 degrees, so it's it's impressive from the amount of heat that those things put out. And uh see. but definitely uh very neat to uh, go up there and see and they let you ask questions throughout the show. It's very interactive, um, you know, very uh very personable. We had three ladies that were uh doing our show and and they were great. You know, they always they were talking to us through the the entire uh thing and then of course anybody had any questions you know you just raise your hand and ask so just very casual very informal but uh extremely educational and it was a lot of fun my wife in particular really enjoyed that
0: i i had a chance to go up to the uh, corning museum of glass up in upstate new york a couple years ago and and do the hands-on thing and make my own glass vase pretty cool pretty hot but like really really hot and sweating your butt off doing it but really cool experience
1: That would be really neat if they could roll that out, and you know, maybe take some volunteers from the audience or something. That would be something, uh, celebrity. If you're listening, that would right. be uh, you know, a great opportunity. <laughs> Probably
0: liability up the uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> tons it of liability be, there. Could I, be,
1: I guess. But if they do it at the the one in New York, I would think it, it maybe it's feasible to do on, on the yeah. ship as well. But yeah. either way, it was it was a lot of fun. So definitely check that out.
0: Well, uh, in closing here, what are your final thoughts of Celebrity Equinox?
1: We were thrilled. Uh, really enjoyed Equinox. Just a beautiful ship. Even though she's the second oldest in the class, I think she holds up very, very well. Uh, They're always cleaning, always taking good care of her. The crew, the service were excellent. Everyone was extremely friendly. The entertainment was wonderful. Uh, As a matter of fact, we loved it so much that we've got uh, Equinox. Uh, We we booked on board again for next summer to do the Western itinerary. So my wife and I are very much looking forward to that. We had already booked to take uh, my parents as well as our kids uh, for the first time on Celebrity next March. Happened to be Equinox as well. So we're just uh, very, very thrilled with the ship overall. And I think she's definitely our favorite uh, to date. So we're, we're looking forward to a couple more sailings on board Equinox. And I can't say enough good things about Celebrity Cruises. They really just know how to do it. And uh, it's just an exceptional experience. And uh, we just enjoy Everything that they offer uh, from the dining to the service. So I can't recommend Celebrity enough.
0: You say you booked on board. What kind of perks do they offer with Celebrity when you book on board?
1: Not only do you get a reduced fare, so your cabin uh, ends up being, I think, because when I came back uh, on shore, I went through and checked a couple of the sites, and it ended up saving us about $200 from the current promotions that they're offering on, on shore right now. And then they gave us uh, additional onboard credit. So you get, depending on which category you book, uh, you know, you get upwards, of uh, I think it's, let's see, we got an additional $150 of onboard credit for booking on board. And then they were offering an, an additional $70, uh, promo, uh, on top of that. So we ended up with quite a bit of onboard credit because we took advantage of some of the perks. And, uh, and then also they were offering the two perks on board, depending on which class you booked. So we ended up with the, uh, the classic drink package as well. So you get onboard credit. We got the drink package. And then there's the discount on the cabin. So I would definitely recommend going to the next cruise office anytime you're on board. You can certainly cancel it when you get back, and you get a reduced deposit. So I think it was only it's a hundred dollars per passenger uh, on the deposit. So that's a savings as well. You don't have to put out the two fifty per person that you would uh, just booking it through the normal Royal Caribbean or celebrity uh, sites because you can book Royal and celebrity while you're on board. So that's okay. nice as well. You have access to both lines.
0: Well, John, I appreciate you taking the time to talk about your seven night Eastern Caribbean cruise, man. And uh, have a good day.
1: Thank you, Doug. I appreciate it. Thanks for uh, having me back on board. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, again, just keep up the great work. I love listening to all the, the podcast and through iHeartRadio. It's, it's just exceptional. So thank you very much. This is Cruise Radio. Let's see what we've got for you. Cruise Radio is produced weekly
0: in Jacksonville, Florida. For partnership opportunities, email Doug at
1: cruiseradio.net. Hear Cruise Radio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Google Play, or at cruiseradio.net. I'm your announcer!